Hi, and welcome back. This is the CC Podcast, back with another episode. Today, we will be talking about the Indigenous incarceration rates in Canada and how they are at an all-time high. Ever since the British and the French had founded Canada, Indigenous people have been treated poorly. Whether it be the Indian Act in 1876 or residential schools, it didn't even fully shut down until the 1996. Yeah, that's right, 1996. But we'll be digging deep into this issue a little later. As we look at certain statistics of the Indigenous being treated poorly, one that stands out the most is by far incarceration rates. In fact, more Indigenous people living on reserve go to jail than graduate. Yeah, that's right. More go to jail than graduate. As we look and lead to the incarceration rates of the indigenous skyrocketing, we will look at some factors of this. These factors are racism, loss of culture, and education. From the past few years to the current, the rates of indigenous incarceration have gradually been increasing. Today, they've reached an all-time historical highs And why is this? Indigenous peoples have been mistreated ever since the Europeans came to this land. But why do the rates of indigenous incarceration still go up today, even though we've already witnessed the mistakes we made in the past? Well, this is primarily because the Indian Act that was signed by the government in 1876. The ultimate goal in signing this act was to assimilate the First Nations peoples, therefore stripping them of their culture. For... It represents one of Canada's biggest failures as it has caused human rights violations, discrimination, and trauma. The Indian Act was basically the government's way of telling the citizens it's okay to discriminate against Indigenous culture. Obviously, this is a terrible thing to do and it led to a ton of racism all across Canada. In addition to treating the Indigenous people terribly, the government also forced them onto reserve and took all their previous land. Uh, this still affects people today and is a reason why the indigenous people are trying to fight back against the government and in some cases even end up in jail for it. In a report from 2005, it is said that over 38% of indigenous people that were surveyed experienced some form of racism in that year. 63% of them also said that it played a negative role in their lifestyle. This could be very discouraging towards this culture and must change. So, Colin, what are your thoughts on the past segment? Honestly, I think that information is crazy. The Indian Act was basically made to say that we own you to the indigenous peoples. And that's crazy because it resulted in lots of racism and discrimination that was intended. And it caused many people pain. And even now, today, after years of this racism being outlawed and abolished, that it still has effects on the peoples today and how they are reacting and committing crimes in some cases, or not even, and just getting arrested for no reason, just because of something that happened years ago. And it's completely our fault, too. I completely understand that, and I back that. And just, like, we're we're so privileged now. Like, me and Colin in particular are both pretty privileged guys. We go to great schools, and it's like, they, the Indigenous people now, and even back then, were, are treated so differently than us, and they don't have opportunities like us. And I find that pretty brutal. So uh, we'll be back in a little second after a short intermission.
And we're back. So not only is racism against First Nations increasing the incarceration rates, but loss of culture has played a major factor. The Indigenous have been stripped of their culture in many different ways, and more than likely, these results have caused in trauma. Um, the main way that they've been stripped of their culture uh, is through the residential schools. In case you didn't know what residential schools are, uh, that was what the Europeans sent Indigenous children to. These schools would um, essentially attempt to turn Indigenous into Europeans. They would do this in brutal ways, often including physical and verbal abuse. And as of, as of around a week ago, we found out that they even killed many children. The Indigenous children would be forced to cut their hair, speak English, learn proper European manners, and other things like this. All of these were often extremely traumatizing, and children would never come back the same. As this may seem like such a long time ago, and seem as though since it was so long ago, how has this affected the incarceration rate in the past few decades? Well, this is because the last residential school closed down in 1996, meaning before that year, Indigenous were getting traumatized. This effect from the incar- this affects the incarceration rate because many of these children would come back from these camps as different people. They would drop out of proper education and resort to crime as their main source of income. Or in many other cases, they thought there was nothing to do but commit crimes against the people who put them through this trauma in these schools. That is how the incarceration rate has been affected because of loss of culture in residential schools. While loss of culture may have factored in on the incarceration rates, another huge impact on these rates was education. Education is something that is extremely important to not only a child's life, but a child's future, as it leads to better job opportunities. Taking education back to the 1800s, the indigenous didn't always have good access. In fact, most of the times that they got schools were from treaties where they had signed off on their land in exchange for this education. However, Nowadays, on Indigenous reserves, there are lots of schools, but what is what is lifestyle and the education itself like in those schools? Well, it's not great. Most of the time, people on reserve even leave to go to a proper, better school where there's more promising education. But these schools on reserve are mainly the way they are because of government budget and they or they just don't have enough money to make them nicer. Due to the quality of education in the schools being poor, there's a huge dropout rate. To start off, the indigenous peoples going to school or living off the reserve had 75% of their children graduate, which honestly doesn't sound that bad. However, if you compare this to the amount of people on reserve that graduate, it's only 48%. Then compare this to, Can- to Canada's national graduation rate, which is about 92%, which is a great difference. This education affects the incarceration rates because... If indigenous people are dropping out of school, they will most likely have low income. And in some cases, this means in order to make enough money to cover living costs, they rely on crimes and are forced to get out, try to get away with it. When graduating high school, you have many job options to go to or to go to university, which also opens up opportunities for you to get a better job in town. So if you look at the stats now, 48% of indigenous drop, people drop out which means they will probably have a hard time finding a good job and making stable income. In addition, when dropping out of school, you lose out on other life lessons 
skills that could prevent you from committing crimes in the future. In conclusion, Colin and I will be sharing our final thoughts about Indigenous incarceration rights. So Colin, in conclusion, what are some of your final thoughts of the Indigenous incarceration rate in Canada? Well, personally, I think it's outrageous and disgusting because even though the Indigenous people only make up 5% of the Canadian population, they make up over 30% of all federal inmates. And in female correctional institutions, they make up over 40% of inmates as well. Really? That's crazy, Colin. Pretty interesting stat right there. And CJ, what are your final thoughts and remarks on the Indigenous incarceration rates in Canada? Well, personally, I find it extremely revolting that Canada's still mistreating Indigenous to this day, as it dates way back to the Indian Act, where it's almost like we've took full control over the Indigenous. I find this completely unfair, and there's clearly need for change. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. This is CC's podcast on Channel 30.